It's the end of the world as we know it. Oh boy. It's March 23rd. And this is your Monday Microdose. The strange times, they just keep getting stranger. First and foremost, I hope you're all doing well, uh, especially if you are in quarantine. Um, Indiana does not have a shelter-in-place recommendation. As of yet, uh, most of my family in Illinois, however, are uh, on lockdown. So wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. We're having the I guess normal uh, March weather here, which I think makes it even more uh, frustrating. 65 and sunny one day and, you know, 34 the next, which is spring. I get it. Um, And I don't know if it was 70 and sunny every day, whether that would make it better or worse. I, you know, I have a feeling it's got to make it, it would have to make it a little better. At least you could see the sun step outside your door and soak up some vitamin D. Um, You know, I'm not going to talk about the coronavirus all that much, although I do have a few thoughts. Um, I, you know, I live literally like two and a half miles from my grocery and I'm there I mean, I don't, you know, I don't do the once a week big buy. I tend to go sometimes every day, but certainly three days a week. And I, you know, whether I'm on the bike or or driving, I have to go right by it. So Um, I, like a lot of you, saw the insanity that still seems to be ongoing for whatever reason. Um the thought I had in the beginning was that <laughs> all the meat, you know, let's set aside the toilet paper and that the ridiculousness of that, but all the meat was gone. Yet the bacon, the sausage, the rows of tinned fish, the jerky, the stuff that really will last a long time if you are really thinking that you were going to have to load in some food for the long haul, all that stuff was still available. But the stuff that is going to go bad or you're going to have to freeze, and I'm pretty sure most of these people aren't sitting on commercial freezers, you know, stripped. Now, I was in there this morning, some of the meat starting to come back, and the other stuff, the the bacon and the sausage and the sardines and stuff like that were kind of picked over. So, um, but it's, uh, in the water, I mean, it's not like the virus has the ability to, uh, control your taps. Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't, you know, you don't come here for this kind of advice, but if I could just give a little bit is turn off the cable news. I don't care what channel you watch. Just turn it off. Pay attention to your local news because they seem to be doing a pretty solid job. And, you know, if something does happen in your town, 
you know, obviously they're going to be the first ones to tell you. Um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. This is what happens, kids. Um, so I haven't really been paying that close attention and I'm not, you know, delving in and devouring uh, national news stories. I did see a couple of headlines and I will admit they were only headlines that gave me pause and they were that there was a, uh, what do you call it? Diseaseologist. I hate to throw real technical jargon at you. Um, that said that these live markets in China were a ticking time bomb. And he said that in 2007. Um, and that the people that do this sort of thing, you know, could have started working on a COVID vaccine um, when SARS happened. But we as a, a people uh, tend to not consider anything uh, until it's smacking us in the face. And I think it's safe to say that we've all been, to some extent or another, smacked in the face. Um, you know, this too will pass. Uh, everybody's taken a hit. Except for the grocers. I think the grocers are the only ones that are making out in this whole deal. Um, and, you know, if, you know, our, our memories tend to be pretty short, I think. And a lot of times that's uh, to our detriment. So this will pass. It'll burn out. And it'll probably flare up again Uh in the fall slash winter and we'll eventually develop some sort of herd immunity and it'll just be like, uh, you know, the flu season. We'll have the coronavirus season. Isn't that a happy thought? Um, some things to do, uh, turning to a bit of a, a happier note, some things to do uh, while you're on lockdown, if you're looking for suggestions. Um, nothing cleanses the palate like Thor Ragnarok. I had had my fill of COVID-19 and thought, what will bring me out of these doldrums, Thor Ragnarok, every single time? Um I've also failed to mention on the last two videos that if you don't have Disney Plus, uh, the Clone Wars animated series is worth the, I don't know, when I bought it, it was 69 bucks for the year. I think it's probably still $6.99 a month. Worth the $6.99 a month uh, for the Clone Wars animated series. Six full seasons. One of the deals uh, when they announced Disney Plus was that they were going to do the seventh and final season of The Clone Wars. Uh, you could skip the prequels, and I wouldn't blame you. Skip the prequels, 
just watched the Clone Wars animated series. It covers the same time frame. Um, you know, the it's an animated series. The the uh, the episodes are like twenty minutes a pop. And uh, and then you got a whole when you get kind of you had enough of that and you, you go over and start watching the Mandalorian. Uh, season two of the Mandalorian starts uh, later this year. So there's a lot of goodness there. Musicians, uh, obviously, I think are taking a big whack. And now is a great time to, you know, support some of those more independent artists. Um, Bandcamp announced uh, a couple of days ago that they were waiving uh, artist fees. And again, if I may make a suggestion, if you like uh, New Orleans-style jazz, and who doesn't, let's be honest, um, Tuba Skinny, I think there's a half a dozen records on Bandcamp, and you know you can search for them on Bandcamp uh, or go to, I think it's tubaskinny.com, and that'll link to the Bandcamp page. It's a toe-tapping good time. Uh, if you're more into your kind of traditional mountain music, uh, Frank and Allie Lee, uh, Allie is a, a native of central Indiana. They play a lot of house shows around here. I think her parents still live up north of Indianapolis or south of Indianapolis. I don't know. Um, uh, they're great, and you know, if you don't, if you're not into any of those, uh, I'm sure that whatever you're into, uh, your favorite artist and or band is doing some sort of a YouTube slash Facebook, you know, virtual house concert, and there's the ability to tip them, and if you have the means to do so, uh, I would recommend it. Uh, bike stuff. I am slowly, and I do mean slowly, uh, starting to get my pack right together. Uh, the next bike, you know, finger quotes review that I'll do, uh, will be on the pack rat. What I've dubbed the people's road bike. It's a bike that has flown under the radar for far too long. And, uh, I mean to do what I can to put an end to that. Great riding bike. Um, and, you know, I mean, just imagine a traditional randoring bike and then put through the filter that is surly. And how can that be bad? It's not. Uh, I've also heard some whispers on the... Uh, in what I affectionately call the hobo bike touring community about Toby Henderson's box nine group. Um, Toby Henderson uh, was a pretty well renowned BMX racer. That was never really my scene, but the guys that worked for me at a one were certainly into it and they knew Toby. And if you rode mountain bikes in the nineties and early two thousands, I guess it would be late 90s and early 2000s, and you had a T-H-E Fender on your mountain bike. That's Toby Henderson Enterprises. 
Um, but Toby developed uh, a nine-speed, a wide-range nine-speed drivetrain uh, for mountain bikes. And like I said, there's some whispers out there about wanting to try that on touring bikes. I reached out to Toby, and he has agreed to send me uh, a Box 9 group. I'm going to put it on my bridge club, and uh, I'm going to try it out. And I'll let you know what I think. My concerns initially is that because it's, you know, it's a lot of, you know, a touring bike kind of by its very nature is a lot of mixed surfaces and that the jumps between, if you're talking about 11 to 46 cassette or 11 to 50 cassette, you know, the jumps between those, those, uh, those gears are going to be maybe a little too dramatic. Toby's uh, quelled my uh, concerns a bit on that, but uh, we're going to find out. It certainly looks interesting, and you know, nine-speed stuff is certainly going to be more durable than you know, eleven or twelve or whatever the hell SRAM and Shimano we're going to try to come up with next. So we got that to look forward to. I really do hope you're all doing well. Um, it's a weird time, and that's the only. That's the only thing I can say is it's just weird. Uh, it's not doing much for my liver. I can tell you that right now. Um, take care of yourselves and each other. We, From what I can tell, like when these things happen, people, for the most part, are tending to be a little bit nicer to each other, which I think is, you know, we could use uh, a little bit more of that. Yeah. Until next time, be nice. Work hard. There doesn't seem to be uh, a, a much better time to ride bikes and play music when you can. I'll talk to you soon.